Hey, sicker non. I just want to say happy holidays. Actually, just want to say happy holidays. Uh, love the show, man. Y'all take it easy. What? Fuck me. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Ho, ho, ho! Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly, and that was the worst Santa impression I've ever heard in my life. It's Jewish Santa, okay? Oh. You're just sort of like, how, how, how? How, how, how? Oh, oh, my back. I got a pomegranate for Hanukkah this year. <laughs> Did you see that on The Daily Show? No, I don't watch that show. And John Stewart was portraying why he hates Christmas or whatever, and it was this. I got a pomegranate for Hanukkah. And he shows his friends, and like his friends got like a guitar. One's got like a video game system. Oh, and yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, my parents gave me a pomegranate. Is that a traditional... Hanukkah? It's a traditional gift. Jewish like fruit or something, but a it was like pomegranate. <laughs> Kids hate that shit. I mean, even an apple would be better because a pomegranate is just a huge pain in the ass to even eat. Yeah, but I mean, it was an interesting, unique fruit to bring to school, and I, I thought it was cool till everyone kind of not made... cool at all. No, Man, you no, needed it, an advisor back then. It wasn't cool, and I got made fun of mercilessly. Which hey, actually look, he's still got to, like a Jewish fucking orange over there. <laughs> Well, first of all, I remember going home being like, what the fuck kind of gift is this? I'm being really upset about it. Because I'm like, who gives fruit? Like, this is your gift of fruit. It's the lamest gift I've ever heard of. I'd rather get chocolate coins. Sometimes Christians will get an orange for Christmas, and that's always equally lame. But at least it's like a fucking orange. It's like not some weird fruit that you're going to like be, you know. Yeah. And then be embarrassed about it. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Nobody's better. Nobody has to be embarrassed about an orange. No, you could be cool. At least you didn't shoot at the school. <laughs> you know, too I'm soon. surprised I didn't. You know, bullets are too yeah. expensive. Uh, people, this is uh, Sick and Wrong's annual holiday show spectacular. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. There's a new one I heard of called Aid and uh, Christmas and whatever all the other ones that you celebrate. Atheists. What do atheists do on the holidays? Get drunk. Get drunk, yeah. Happy get drunk. You know what it is? You don't have to go to work it's not day. just atheism, but ch- for childless adult atheists, it's it's like a uh, summer vacation for a working childless adult atheist. Yeah, you get a few days off. You just get drunk. You don't have to do yeah, anything. Yeah, it's like, you know, every year I can look forward to this time of, of not working very hard or at all and uh, just do whatever I want. Like like when you were, you know, that age where you're in school, but you didn't have to get a summer job. So the whole summer was just like wide open to do nothing. Just fucking play video games. Masturbate. Yeah. All day long. And your mom would be like, go outside. It's nice. No, I'm doing what I want. Summer. The difference is, though, it's it's winter. It's Christmas. And we have Nog to get drunk on. Exactly. Merry Nogfest there, Wackerly. Nogtacular. Nog. God, I haven't drank this in like a year. I think I put too much wild turkey in my nog. 
It's impossible. Is that is that tradition? As is long it, as it's still opaque, you have the proper amount of booze in there. If it's <laughs> if you can see through it, then you're getting into a problem area. Yeah, I think once you can actually see through, yeah, transparent nog. <laughs> that, that's flammable. just whiskey. Yeah, that's just whiskey. What did you put in your nog? Uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon. See, that's fan- that's some it. fancy nog. That's like bourgeois nog. Buffalo Trace is not that bourgeois. Believe me, I have better whiskey. Dude, wild turkey. I'm down with the wild turkey. Did you get for the high-proof wild turkey or the normal 80? 101. Wild turkey 101. You got the high stuff. Yeah, this is the holiday show spectacular, which which actually turns out, and people who know the show and have been listening over the years to our previous holiday shows, it's one big, huge fucking mess of a show. It's like very little structure. Uh, random phone calls, a lot of technical difficulties. We usually get drunk. Here's the. Let me add a. Let, let me add another layer of problems. I, I think I was telling you last week off air that my friends, my good friends, restaurant burned down. That she's oh, yeah. like part yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, we were to, we're, That was going to be something we're going to talk about in a future show. Yeah, when we will, because there aren't a lot of details right now. But uh, but uh, there is one detail is that because all these people are out of work, the employees uh all these other bars and restaurants are having these fundraisers, you know, because they feel bad all these employees are unemployed for the holidays. Oh, that's good. But then I've been going to all these fundraisers and just like everyone is just a big, massive booze fest and it's not even officially the holidays yet. So have you been drinking Nog at all these uh, fundraisers? (laughs) No Nog. (laughs) There was like, there was like a Mojito Monday event, I'll have to say. And just like, you know, just, a lot of like whiskey and beer and well wacky they kind of already in rough shape okay i already put myself on the scale and was like whoa well okay and it's not even christmas yet (laughs) what the fuck it's the holiday season what the fuck you're on vacation you know that this is just part of the disclaimer people so expect a mess of a show but also expect a surprising um unpredictable crazy wacky holiday show spectacular we have special guests couple people who haven't been on the show for a while one of them for a long time it's his birthday mm-hmm. coming up uh we have uh songs jesus jesus was never on the show and jesus wasn't on the show but uh it is this, his birthday soon though. yeah but this guy's about as influential as jesus mm. he has sex with guys that look like jesus so <laughs> named jesus <laughs> <laughs> he can turn wine into sperm um Anyway, he's going to be on the show a little bit later. Got some special guests. We got plenty of songs, like holiday songs. It was really cool. Like, I sent a tweet out to fans saying, hey, send us some uh, holiday music. And uh, we just got this uh, outpouring of holiday music. But some really cool songs. So we're going to get to play some songs, have some good phone calls. Um, so it's a great show planned tonight. Uh, Wackily, I noticed you don't have the slide whistle. No, I, I was about it. I was hoping to hear some fucking goddamn Nogfest music, you know, maybe Silver Bells or Silent Silver Night. Balls. Silent Night. <laughs> they should also go the same. I don't know. It's a, uh, I'm not Jesus is giving you the finger right now. I just want to let you know that. From the grave. Yeah. <laughs> he's not in his grave, though. He's in heaven. Yeah, he's in heaven, you know. He rolled the stone back. That's Easter, though. But this is, uh, yeah, this is going to be a big, big show. Big holiday show, spectacular. Two-parter, actually. We're going we're gonna to have two installments because we are taking next week off. And uh, <laughs> just, just to let people know. 
This is like when the 80s sitcom for the ho- their holiday episode would be like, oh, well, we're all sitting around talking about what happened this past year. And really, it's just a clip show. It's a clip show. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> this not, isn't a clip show. Yeah, we're it's not gonna... doing a clip show. We're actually recording a really long Sick and Wrong episode <laughs> that's going to be cut really in uh, two parts. I think mainly because, we, well, we have a lot of stuff to get to, but also we want to take a week off. I'll probably be twice as drunk by the end of the part two. Gallons that way. of eggnog will be imbibed tonight. Uh, you know, we should drink our weight in eggnog wackerly because this might be, this might be the last podcraft ever. Oh, we're quitting the show? No, you're not getting your Christmas wish that the podcast God is over. I, I'm that's saying that the Mayans... That's one of these years, that's going to be the Christmas miracle. <laughs> like, that's the ultimate Christmas miracle. The, is that the final episode. I'm just going to be like, wackily, okay, you know what, dude? We're done. This is it. You, you know, you've convinced me. It's been, I don't know how long. <laughs> and I'll be like, thank you, D. It's the greatest Christmas present ever. <laughs> you know, we could almost make like a claymation movie out of it. Like oh, the, yeah. The, Podcraft Christmas Miracle. Sick and wrong Christmas Miracle. <laughs> Wackerly's free. It'd be really easy, too, because it'd just be two clay figures of us, but not moving, just sitting in front of the microphone, and then you just dub the voices in. <laughs> There's not even any animation involved. Yeah, it sounds like a fascinating movie. <laughs> I, I would love to watch that. Um, but no, the Mayans have predicted that the world will end tomorrow. So this could be it, you know? This could be this. This might be the last show we ever record. Uh, do you have any final words you'd like to say to me or listening audience there, Wanker? No, uh, <laughs> no I didn't. Even, I didn't prepare anything. I mean, you know, I will continue to talk head. throughout the show, and those will be my final words. But they're not. They don't have any significant meaning about life and the meaning of it or anything like that. You know, the only thing I really have to say, and I think this kind of goes along with my Jewish heritage. You know, people, you could have bought some more goddamn T-shirts. And then me and Wackley could add a little more money. We could have probably well, had better matter? lives. We'll all be dead. Yeah, but we over the years, we could have had some better lives. You probably could have bought better-looking hookers. You know, better drugs. Yeah. You know, and I mean, instead... Looking, ba- looking back, though, do you, do you really, like... Like, well, that hooker wasn't hot enough. No, it was just, <laughs> you know, at the time, it was a hole, and I paid for it. Yeah, but, I, you know, when I first started doing this show, I envisioned, like, our T-shirts that just selling insane amounts, you know, and uh, and we would just have just be laying back in, like, a bathtub filled with $100 bills, and then we would just, you know, take trips to Vegas with, like, a room full of hookers and mm-hmm. hot tubs and all that. And it, it hasn't really turned out like that, really, at no. all. No. <laughs> I, have one, I have one question about the Mayan apocalypse, though. Is it is it supposed to be, like you know pure pure darkness like the entire universe goes out of existence or is it like a damnation alley scenario where 99 percent of people are just wiped out but there still is like a wasteland and some like wasteland survivors yeah and what i wonder is like what are the mexicans going to survive or the peruvians or whatever what were the mayans <laughs> peruvians my oh i don't know which country like coincides? I, one of them, yeah. Yeah, I just South wonder, America, like, okay, everybody else is going to die, but you guys are the chosen. You know? I mean, like, if you hide in the in the Mayan pyramid, do you survive? Maybe that's why they have the pyramid. Who's in there? Who has the keys to that thing? Let's get down there right now. We've got like five more hours. Yeah, you know, I wonder. What what I wonder about though, does it happen by time zone? So, like, you know, we're going to know in Europe, <laughs> it's like, already, oh, shit, yeah. all the Europeans are dead. Fuck. We got a few hours. Like, yeah, then what are you going to do? 
I've seen people making that claim on on online on the internet that well, it's already it's already the twenty first in Japan, so it's not true. Well, clearly, it's going to happen when it becomes the twenty first in the Mayan territory. So we're in the same time zone, right? Just about. Yeah. So we're pretty. So we're not screwed. off the hook yet. Well, you know, if it if the world doesn't end tomorrow, and Christmas does end up occurring. Uh, you got any big uh, Christmas plans there, Wanker? What are, you, what are you doing this Christmas? What am I doing? What am I doing? Eating a bunch of food. Uh, I actually might go to Utah and visit my parents for a Whoa. short time. You're going to yeah. go see the family on Christmas? For like two days. Wow. This is a Christmas, Christmas miracle. miracle. Exactly. Uh, you know, I think uh, Pep, Pep, Pep Wackerly... Must be stoked. Pep, pep, mem, mem. Oh, yeah, they are stoked. <laughs> Trust me. You just hear all about it, and then I'll get out of there. Wow, that's going to be a Christmas miracle. It was very touching. You know, I was thinking, I don't have a girlfriend this year, so I don't really, you know, I might go to Jumbo's Clown Room on Christmas Eve and just get really drunk. It sounds lame. Yeah, well, what else do I have to do? Why don't you go just do a bunch of drugs and watch movies with Pat all day? Because he's got a family. Like, he's got his... Uh, he's Pete- going out to his families? No, P-Town's got his wife's family. Oh, they're going there. Yeah, so they, they have their family. So, like, you know, I, I might actually Maybe do that. Maybe go might, hang out with their cat. <laughs> I might get some uh, some grass, smoke a little grass, watch Drive some, up uh, here. Yeah, I don't know. Christmas Day, drug fest. I think, I, I think I'm going to try to do the... Uh, it's been a while since I've done the dive bars on Christmas Eve by myself. That's super lame, dude. When we used to do the dive bars on Christmas Eve, we would make fun of those people that were doing it by themselves because they had nothing better to do. Now maybe you're I'll that go, person. Maybe I'll go hang out the Jewish dive bars. This will be lively. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, they have a uh, Chinese restaurant, a Jewish Chinese restaurant called Genghis Cohen down here. It's also I've a bar. So maybe I'll go hit up Genghis Cohen and then go around yeah, the meet yourself, group of Meet Jews. yourself a nice, nice single Jewish girl. There's plenty of Jews down here, you know. I do know that. I guess uh, one, one thing I heard about um, the other day is they have this thing in Burbank on Christmas Eve, which I kind of want to go check out. They put Santa on a flatbed truck, and mm-hmm. the truck cruises all throughout North Hollywood, and it spews snow, and like, I don't know, they have like elves and shit, and it's just on the back of this truck, just blasting music. It's supposed to be just like a Christmas extravaganza. Festive. Festive. I might go check that out. Bring a flask. Just Santa will have one for sure. Yeah, I don't know. And then New Year's Eve, right around the corner. Fuck New Year's Eve. Yeah, I mean, I'm very anti New Year's Eve. Do you like Christmas better than New Year's Eve? Yeah, for sure. New Year's Eve is the worst. We've established this has been. It is known. Time and time again, we've talked about this here on the show. But yeah, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is better than New Year's Eve because New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, whatever. You just sit at home, eat, hang out with your family, get gifts. New Year's Eve, it's like a oh, fuck. I guess we're still young enough where we gotta go out. I, no, I'm act, usually I just I don't plan and I just go along with the flow. But this year I'm actively thwarting plans. <sighs> Wait, so you're you're not even gonna leave your house? Oh, I'm gonna leave my house, but I'm not planning anything. I'm going to start drinking at maybe eight <laughs> to to five, between five and nine sometime in there, in there, 
and I'm going to just go where my whims take me. But people keep saying like, well, we should have a progressive house party or we should all have a potluck. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. What's nope. a progressive house party? You know, where you do a drink at somebody's house and then you oh, go then to you a different to house and then maybe you go to a bar and then you go to a different house and have a different drink there. Fuck that. I thought you meant like the progressive types will only be at that party. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll progressively walk around and drink just booze straight out of my hip flask, but... I'm sure I'm going to have to do something very expensive and very lame. With who? Ah, some chick, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I mean, it's... You know, because now I'm, like, dating, so it's like... Yeah. You, know, you go out with girls. It's not, it's not like you're, you're dating with, somebody. You got to do it, especially if it's a new relationship. It's a, you, you can't know, just blow it off. Well, I mean, it, we're we're not even at the relationship point. We're just at, at the dating point, and she's probably going to be like, well, my friend's having a party or we're going to this club. And it's like, oh, great. So I get to come out and spend 50 bucks just to get in and buy you drinks all night. That's going to be awesome. I guess I might get laid. Maybe if you don't pass out. Mm -hmm. Fuck New Year's, dude. I'm sick of it. Although yeah, I, it. I am kind of looking forward to this year ending. So th that would be kind of nice. But you know what? Why are we even making plans? This might all be for naught. Right. You know? We could be well, dead gotta, tomorrow. Better safe than sorry. All right. On that note, uh, we get we got stuff to get to, people. You know, this is the Sick and Wrong Annual Holiday Show Spectacular. There's a lot going on. Let's get to the first couple phone calls, and then we'll get to our first special guest. Um, let me see here. Who's, who called us up? We got some holiday wishes to get to here. And here's a guy that we haven't heard from in a while. Hey, Sick and Wrong. This is Trucker Paul. Hey, I've been listening to episode 358. And your phone calls at the end, what the fuck kind of fans do you have? They all hate you. <laughs> this uh, Mexican gangbanger, he talks shit about me, and I didn't like that. So fuck you. Drive my truck up your ass. And then you got some 18-year-old kid telling Lance Wackerly what Cop's song is about. Who gives a shit? It's a fucking song. The band didn't do anything other than that. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just pissed off. Stop making fun of my pals, D and Lance. I'm getting angry. I better park before I kill somebody. Adios! Lick my balls! You know, it's good to have Trucker Paul on our side. Trucker Paul doesn't drink anymore. That's why he's angry. Yeah, he sounds pissed off. You know, I've plus, been, plus he's like biking like hundred miles at a time, and he's probably not even a sodbuster anymore. He's yeah, probably he like healthy, weight? like pro, you know, very in shape trucker Paul now. Do you think he's eating energy bars and shitting those into a Walmart bag? <laughs> he makes for very solid shits. Odd wallow juice instead yeah. of like a big gulp full of like Dr Pepper. Right. Yeah, I wonder. I know it's good to it's good to have Trucker Paul on our side though. That guy's got a huge fucking truck, and it will go right up your ass, people. So treat us with respect. You'll probably just die. It actually <laughs> won't go inside your ass. You'll probably just be crushed beneath its wheels. He'll All try right. though. Uh, thank you, Trucker Paul. Happy holidays to you and your family and everything. It's always good to hear from you. It's good to know that Trucker Paul's out there listening. Because so when people talk shit about him or say, "Hey, where's Trucker Paul, man?" Yeah, he, he hears that. You know. He hears what you've been thinking. He knows when you've been when you're awake. He's like that. Yeah. So you better watch out. <laughs> you better watch out or drive his truck up your ass. <laughs> um, here's a second one from another uh, longtime listener. 
Carols, it's the Magpie. I'm not going to try playing my theme music on this fucking cell phone. Just calling your wish, everyone listening to this. Happy fucking holiday, whatever fucking holiday it is you guys celebrate. Go out there and celebrate it. Keep it sick, keep it on. Later, girls. Bye-bye. Nice and short. I like that. Thank you, Magpie. Um, you know, Magpie's got a podcast doing something. Uh, it's like yes, a music-related thing. Yep. I forgot the name of it. But that guy's cool. In Chicago. Before. Yeah, he's one of those dudes that's been listening to us since, like, episode two, like, when we... I mean, we suck now, but we really sucked back then. <laughs> Which makes you wonder, like, what was he doing? Like, oh, what's this? A podcast. How many, how many episodes <laughs> have? <laughs> one. How many listeners are like it? Zero. Yeah, how did I'll, people give, it, I'll even, give a shot. How do people even find out about us? Like, the first ten <laughs> episodes? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even get it. So funny. Yeah, it is weird. All right. Well, we got some more phone calls to get to. Uh, we have some special guests coming up, actually. Um, the first special guest will be my brother. It's his birthday tomorrow. Jeffrey's going to be... Um, God, I don't even... He might be the Antichrist. Well, Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey was born on uh, December 21st, and now the world might end on December 21st. I, I don't know the exact time Jeff slipped out of my mother's vagina, but maybe the world will end right at, at that, that time, time. You know, I don't know. But we're going to talk to him in a second. It's Hopefully have to be we can a quick appease him like, you know, like some vengeful God and make sure it doesn't happen. <laughs> Jeff's kind of like a vengeful God. So that, He's he, vengeful. He, if Jeff was a God, he'd have an anger management problem, which God oh, seems yeah, the to world have. Would be fucked. Yeah, you know. Um, if Jeff was God, or if Jeff was God, I think the Bible would have been reversed. Like everything else, if you weren't a sodomite, you would have been killed. But uh, as a sodomite, you're like, yeah, okay, kingdom of heaven, it's yours. Here's free lube. You know? It would have been hard to perpetuate the species for very long. Yeah. Jeff and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> would have lasted too long. Because uh, Jeff's, Jeff's, I guess Jeff's chosen people are scared of vaginas. Right. So, yeah, you know, the whole reproduction thing would have had to be reworked. But if he's God, he could do that. Anyway, uh, the first song break, here's our first holiday song, came in from Neil. Uh, Neil sent this in via Twitter. Apparently, uh, Christopher Lee, the actor, released a metal record. Really? Um, Christopher Lee played Saruman in uh, Lord of the Rings. I know that. He was also in Dracula. Do you, you know how old that guy is? That I did not know. He looks really old. <laughs> Dude, he's 90. Wow. 90 years old. I wouldn't have expected that old. He yeah, has dude. a really cool voice for being 90 years old. He's got a great voice. I guess uh, the first time he sang was in uh, the, the movie The Wicker Man um, back in like 73. But he's a, like a classically trained singer, like opera singer. And uh, apparently he was interviewed on BBC. He said, I was first introduced to metal when I sang with a band called Rhapsody. He goes, but what I sang was not metal. He goes, I sang with a tenor. And he goes, then I worked with Manowar as a narrator. I think it was in Germany. And again, that was not me singing metal. I became rather fascinated by this because in terms of the history of music, it's fairly recent, really. And if it's properly done, you can understand the story and you can understand what the people are singing. And you have the right bands and the right singers. I think metal is rather exciting. It's funny to hear you quoting him because your voice sounds the complete opposite of nothing like him yeah he's got such <laughs> he just, a sonorous voice it's right you know you have to imagine that saruman saying that so here's saruman's metal rendition of the little drummer boy i actually kind of like it i was listening to it all day today so uh so here it is christopher lee doing the little drummer boy oh. 
Let's give uh, Jeffrey a call here and uh, wish him a happy birthday. Also, I have a uh, a Christmas gambit to propose to him. All right. So uh, let's, let's give it a whirl. Let's give him a call. Hey, guy. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Jeffrey. Hey, Lance up? is here, too. Hey, Larkery. It's your annual holiday show appearance. I know, yeah. Let's, let's get over with. Okay, all right. I, I knew he was going to try to rush us. Well, guy, the main reason we're calling you is to wish you a happy birthday. You know, Jeffrey's birthday is tomorrow. 
man. Happy birthday, guy. You, you don't very look close at, to the age of baby Jesus. Yeah, he's very close to the age of the baby close Jesus. What? I think baby Jesus died when he was 31, so you only got a couple more years. Make something I of yourself. So, guy, is it any coincidence that the Mayans are predicting that the world is going to end on your birthday? I don't know. My friend Brent said it's going to end the exact moment I was born. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, if, uh, if our parents gave birth to the Antichrist. I don't think I'm the Antichrist. I got so much shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you have you, any, do you have any special end-of-the-world-themed drinks, birthday drinks at the bar that's going on? <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, you don't. Oh. It's going to be a normal night, and when the end of the world comes, everyone's going to die shit for me because I'm wearing heavy shoes. <laughs> Very much what's going to happen is everyone's just going to fall off the planet. Everybody that's light in their loafers? Well, everyone apparently is light in loafers, except for me. Hey, Guy, if the the world's going to end tonight, this is your last night, what are you going to do? It's not going to end tonight. It's going to end tomorrow. All right, tomorrow. I mean, what are you going to do with this final 24 hours? I'm going to fucking do a lot of drugs. Same thing I do every night. (laughs) No future. (laughs) Well, that's it. I mean, that sounds pretty awesome. So um, yeah. this is the holiday show, and uh, you know Christmas is coming up around the corner. Um, are you working on Christmas? I am. Uh, what what goes on at the uh, at the bar on Christmas, and what's a typical Christmas at the Edge? Lots of buggery. But I mean, much, much buggery. Doesn't everyone that in there just automatically just all, they, they all look like Santa anyway, right? No, no, no. Actually, we have a younger crowd in there now. It's a younger, higher crowd. There are any RBBSs? Real beer, real beard bear Santa? (laughs) (laughs) No, as a matter of fact, there's not anymore. I mean, there are, there are, but now they hide in wait to to pounce on the young twinks that come in there. We have, we have. Is is it young bear? Is it young bears, or just it's not even a bear bar anymore? It's not even a bear bar anymore. I think that you'd sit right in. We'd sit right in there, Wacker. I think you should come in. I kind of am a bear. I'm kind of fat and I have a beard. You have a beard? You're a cub. You can meet some trim. No, 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 no. You can meet some straight trim. We have lots of women in there on the weekends now. That's yeah, true. Right. Real women. I don't believe it. Real, Real women. I doubt it. Maybe on Christmas no, I'll come over and it'll be a Christmas miracle. It's complete. You're not going to go to your family on Christmas? Oh, that's right. You're the Grinch. <laughs> hey, guy. So are there, yeah. are there twinks that come into the bar like that are actually turned on by Santa? Like, are there gay dudes out there that... Do you find Santa no, attractive? It's not, it's, not, it's not an old guy bar anymore. No, but I'm talking in general. But at night, it's not anymore. So, okay, well, what, what about the people during the day? Are there guys that look like Santa during the day? Yeah, 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 a few. <laughs> it's kind of a... I worked with a bartender whose husband, whose husband could be a you know, spitting image of Santa. And I told his husband before, I was like, uh, when I met him, I was, you know, it was right after Christmas, and I said, well, you must have been busy the last couple of weeks, but now you got about a year off, right? And he just laughed. But, uh, you know, when you asked him, oh, oh, oh. But, his, but his boyfriend didn't have no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> so I know, I know you're working tonight. Oh, 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 that's funny. I know you're uh, working tonight, and you got to get out of here in a second. But uh, I, have a, I have a plan, Guy, to save Christmas for uh, Jeremy, our lovely sister's uh, Why well, well, you know Christmas is major for Big Jer? Okay, well, let, let me give you a little quick background here. So Stephanie and Jeremy are engaged to be married. And I think we talked about this on the show. They're engaged to be married, and they're in New Orleans right now, kind of uh, casing out 
the city to try to find a venue that they might have the wedding in. It's, it would be a fun wedding. Right. They, they, like, they like it. But before they left, and when I was in town, there was a huge fight about whether or not to get a Christmas tree. It was a war on between Christmas. You and no, no. Not between Stephanie between and, and Jerry. Between Stephanie and Jer. Like they were fighting oh, about Jer really wants a Christmas tree. He's wanted one for years. They've been together for years. And Stephanie denies him every year. He bought her a goddamn ring travel. this year. He bought her a ring. So I'm thinking. Do you think you should have a Christmas tree? This is what I'm thinking. You got keys to their house. Yeah. You know, they don't come back till Sunday. How about yeah. sick and wrong? Pays for a Christmas tree that you put right in the living room. I'm. I sick think. Sick and wrong ain't good for paying for jack shit, motherfucker. <laughs> Lance is part of sick and wrong. He's in the East Bay. We will buy the Christmas tree. You just have to open up the door so we can put it in there. Yeah. All right. So. And this is what I was thinking. We could decorate it with little like tablets of Pepto Bismol and toilet paper. But Blankley has a better she idea. Needs toilet paper, as a matter of fact. No, no, no. That's not a good idea, though. What we're going to do, we're going to get actual ornaments. We're going to leave them in the box and we're going to set up a little uh, display on their dining room table that says, here you go, guys. Merry Christmas. Now you can now you can be together. Now you can be together and decorate the tree and we'll put little hot chocolate packets and maybe a CD of holiday songs. Silver bells. That's what, that's what Jer, that's what Jer really wants to do. Why don't we get them a metal tree? Why don't you get them a metal tree? Well, we can get them any kind of tree, but uh, I mean... Do, like do, a do, metal tree. Guy, think about this. There is a poofy-haired, diarrhea-dripping Grinch in that house. And yeah, that's I our know, sister. Yeah, no, that, that is our irritable bowel sister. And I think Jeremy... Needs to have Christmas this year. So, I, are you going to do this? I'll do it. What right. time can you? What time you can you me meet me there? When is Wackery going to bring the tree in? What time can you be there? It's got, it should be early, ten a.m. You want to do it on Saturday or Sunday? Saturday, Saturday, because then it'll be set up. Whatever time you want. I'll, I'll get up and do it whatever time you want. <sighs> ten a.m. <laughs> Keeping keep in mind, the world's going to end on Friday. <laughs> what? Right. This is keep all. If the world doesn't end, if the world doesn't end. Or granted, if the world doesn't end. If the world doesn't end on your birthday. I'm going to be fucking pissed off, though, if I buy a tree, put it in my car, bring it over there, and I'm calling you, and you're, I, I will you, won't, be you won't answer. You know what? You, you can come over to my house and get me up if you have to. <laughs> I'll put the tree in your apartment if, if I can't get it in theirs. Yeah, guy, do you have a Christmas tree in your apartment? I, well, no, I don't. Would you? like? But would you if, like, let's say you're with your significant other, your longtime companion... If you had one, would you? Um, my longtime companion would, would want an upside down Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> you have, All a, right. you have a real right. Santa locked up in your closet. <laughs> so you guys got to take yeah. you got to take uh, pictures of this so we can post it on the site. This is going to be called Operation right. Save Christmas. And and we uh, are going to be naked in pictures. It's a you can do whatever you want in these no, pictures. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right on. All right, Michael, I'm ready for this. This is a Christmas miracle. I, you know what? I kind of hope you do. Hold Stephanie's cat, and you two can pose in front of the tree. All right, we can put Stephanie's cat in front of our junk. <laughs> you could do a train, a wobbly H with the cat. Why not? We, we might have to buy. <laughs> we might have to buy a cat-sized Santa hat for the cat. I think. <laughs> the photo. <laughs> Hey, all right, I mean, guys. I think, I think that after we get done with this cat, the hat is going to be the least of our worries. 
Well, I think uh, our sister is going to have a full-on meltdown, but what's going to happen is her heart. No, no. Heart... I mean, have you seen the Grinch? <laughs> her heart is going to grow three sizes too big or whatever, and then she's going to become the most Christmas-spirited person of all time. She's probably going to renounce Judaism. You know what's going to happen? I think she's going to instead well, of like... Well, do it. Well, instead of having diarrhea, she's going to shit out mistletoe. It's going to be this amazing Christmas miracle. She's going to shit with the speed of a missile, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right, boys, I got to get going. All right, guy. Well, happy birthday, man. I, and, uh, I'm going to call you on Saturday morning. Not too early, right, but before time? noon. What are you going to call me? Like t- 10 to 11. Call me between 11 and 12. 11, I can do that. 11 right. to 12. 11 to 12. It's 11 to 27. <laughs> Around there, yes. You know you're just going to yeah, be playing video games. I'm turning off my phone, likely. <laughs> At that point, I'm going to try to get whatever you know under 18 if I have in my bed house. <laughs> Bring him over. Yeah. It can help set the thing. It can carry the thing up the stairs. He's going to be covered in lube. I don't think he's going to be in any condition to carry anything. Huh? I hope you get a birthday blowjob from a guy in a Santa suit. I will, you know. <laughs> If, if, you have a, if you have a half a twink available, though, make him dress up like an elf for the photos. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna be fist, I'm, he's gonna be fisting me all night long. So, <laughs> that be good. All right, all right, silver ball. So, all, right. all right, happy birthday, all guy. Right. I lost all the gerbils to Steffi's house today. <laughs> Who was chasing them last I saw her? <laughs> All right, dude. Christmas tree on Saturday. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being on the show. Silver balls. (laughs) Silver balls. (laughs) It's Christmas time in Jeff's panties. (laughs) We should record a Jeffrey-themed Christmas album. We should record a new one every year. (laughs) That Stephanie and Jer can play while they're decorating the tree. So what are we going to... I hope they don't listen to this podcast. They won't listen to it before Saturday, right? No, they don't because, get back till Sunday, and I'm not going to so post it until Sunday. we're going to have to have her on the show to find out her reaction next week. I wish Jeff was going to be there so he could record it on his uh, iPhone device. His, oh, you mean the initial reaction? Well, because, that's not going to happen. But. Well, I mean, he might be picking them up from the airport, but I think she's going to be extremely upset. Or, <laughs> like I said, it could melt her heart. <laughs> Do a molten pile of well, diarrhea. Well, when I was in San Francisco, I mean, they were like, I kept trying to fuel the fire here by being like, you know, I learned, I learned the, uh, you know, my mistakes from having girlfriends and not allowing them to have a tree. Cause I was just like her. I was a Grinch at one point until I'm trying to think of which girlfriend it was. I you don't, don't remember her name? <laughs> no, it was one of them. Uh, that one I had. of those ones. Well, what's her name? Actually, I think it was that Heather. One. Heather taught me the true meaning of Christmas. It's not about the tree. It's about getting wasted in front right. of the tree. You don't need the tree for that. You know, but, you know, it's, but the tree doesn't really matter. It's just this pagan symbol that's kind of in the room. Right. What matters is the booze you have while looking at it. Yeah. And then, you know, that, and that's the thing. It's like if, you know, it's, a relationship's all about compromise. And if Stephanie's unwilling to compromise... How are they going to be able to last with this marriage? This is a te- this is a test of the marriage, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. This is a true test for the marriage. I kind of wish we had some sick and wrong stickers. Do you have any kind of sick and wrong paraphernalia we can put on the tree? I don't think so. <laughs> hmm. I'm wondering. I mean, just so they know that. Uh, although, uh, God, she's going to know it's she, well. She's going to blame it all on Jeffrey. 
Jeffrey better Jeffrey better play ball here because if I'm gonna go buy this tree, which is just annoying as fuck, and then I'm about to go buy some ornaments <laughs> and a fucking Christmas CD, like I'm gonna be running all around town. So if I get over there. And he doesn't answer the phone. What am I just going to give it all to a crackhead? Like, here, have a tree. <laughs> right outside of his box. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because no, that's what I'm going to do. And then he's going to turn around and sell it. I'm going to call him. I'll keep calling him. You call him. I guarantee he'll be up because he, he has weird hours now. Right. Call him uh, like Friday night and remind him that this is going to happen. You know, prior to uh, when I asked him to be on the show, which I'm kind of surprised he was even on it at all, but... uh when I asked him to be on the show, I called him, I asked him two days ago, I texted him two reminders yesterday, and I texted him two reminders today, and it worked. So I'll do the same yeah. thing with the tree. Well, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to be on the show either, but you know what that is. Christmas miracle. Christmas miracle. It really is a Christmas miracle. Well, we have plenty of other Christmas miracles in store here for the Sick and Wrong annual holiday show spectacular. Um, we have some more special guests. Um... And uh, before before we get to our next special guest, though, we do, uh, and we we have some song breaks too. God, we have so much to do. This show is like chock full of holiday goodness. It really is. Uh, before we get to uh, our, our second song break, here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. Um, yeah, so people go to adamandeve.com, type in diddle when you check out, and uh, buy yourself a dildo for Christmas. Uh, here's our second song. It uh, was sent in from JB. Um, JB sent in Weird Al's Christmas at Ground Zero. It's an oldie from his 1986 record Polka Party. But think about it, though, Wackerly. It's a topical song to use because uh, we might all be dead tomorrow, you know? Is it going to be a nuclear bomb? Which, I mean, that's what Ground Zero implies, right? You know, I was wondering, what did the, how did the Mayans predict the world would end? Did they actually say how, or did they just say it's going to? Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl's going to come and stomp on everybody? Well, he's going to burn us with fire. It's like a dragon. So it's kind of, if you think about it, it's kind of like being you know, obliterated by a, an atom bomb. Pretty much the same thing, exactly. Yeah, incinerated. So uh, this song, you know, it's relevant. It's one of my favorite Weird Al Christmas songs. I think he only has two. The nice thing about atom bombs, though, is if the survivors, then you get kind of crazy mutations and stuff like that. And think about it this way, too. It's like, you know, now it's hard for us to, like, try to score with a really super hot chick. But when she's kind of mutated, like if she <laughs> has, like... growth on her face. Yeah, or like a tit growing off, off of her chin. Then, oh, yeah. then we'll be able to shag her. The playing field will vagina. be leveled. Like, I'll just, I'll just have sex with your extra vagina. What do you care? Yeah. It's not even your real <laughs> vagina. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. It's like, I'm not really taking your virginity. No, you're cause... still... The one that's connected to your uterus is still virgin. I'm just fucking this one on your elbow. <laughs> oh, God, I know. Think of the possibilities. And anyway. Then, you know, maybe my dick will grow really large. Maybe that'll be my mutation. Maybe I'll luck out. <laughs> Here's Weird Al's Christmas at Ground Zero. 
time to face your final destiny. It's Christmas at Ground Zero. There's panic in the crowd. We can dodge debris while we trim the tree underneath the mushroom cloud. Or Jack Frost on your windowsill But if someone's climbing down your chimney You better load your gun and shoot to kill Oh, it's Christmas at Brown Zero And if the radiation level's okay I'll go out with you and see all the new mutations on New Year's Day Give our second special guest here on the Sick and Wrong Holiday Show Spectacular a call, John Steele from from the Bill. You know, I wonder if they're doing legendary. A, yeah, I wonder if they're doing a show. They, don't they do one show a year around this time? I did see an announcement, but we'll have to ask him when it's going to happen. All right. I, the main thing I want to know is: Do you think? Let's just make a little wager here. Do you think? He bought a Christmas tree or decorated in any way the dorm room that he lives in. <laughs> I bet you there's a stocking. <laughs> really, it's just a cum-filled sock <laughs> that's stuck to the wall, but he calls it a stocking around this time of year. But do you think it's just it's just a tube sock that's just up right. there? You know, yeah. it's been up there no, all year no, round. No presents go in it. Just, it just remains full of cum throughout the duration. <laughs> Dried cum. I could see probably multiple socks on that wall because that that guy masturbates a lot. Let's let's find out about this. Let's get done. I mean, well, yeah, why are we why are we guessing? We can well, just ask him. Well, I'm making a little wager here, so let's um, let's find out what John. I, I'll bet that doing. he does have a tree just for fun. I'm betting that he has six socks pasted onto the wall with semen, his own ball milk. <laughs> let's right. find out. Hello, Steele. What's hey, up, man? What's going on? Dean Lance calling you here from Sick and Wrong. Happy Hanukkah. Hey, what's going on? Are we on or? Yeah, yeah, we're on, man. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> we're live. <laughs> live on Sick and Wrong's Holiday Show Spectacular. Well, that's good that uh, you called uh, just now. Cause about two minutes ago, I was taking a shit, and uh, I was right in the midst of uh, trying to squeeze one out, and it wasn't uh, real pleasant. It would have been a good-sounding uh, opener for me so i'm glad you guys waited another two minutes so i could finish up my business so what's going on fellas this your holiday special or what steel uh, do you do you talk with people while you're shitting or are you one of those people that can't converse with others while you're doing your business well i do it all the time i'm constantly on i'm either 
the smartphone has ruined me for like I can't even take a shit now without entertaining myself. Like I got to take it in there to YouTube shit or Google shit or Wikipedia shit. And if I'm not doing that, I'm talking to somebody or texting them. Yeah, it's a whole problem for me. But I can, in this particular instance, it wasn't good because it was one of those shits that you you couldn't talk and shit at the same. time. I couldn't multitask because it was just it was too. My aim, my sphincter wasn't wasn't big enough for the, the thing I was giving birth to. So it was really, it was very stressful for me. It was like giving labor. So, uh, yeah, in this particular case, it wouldn't have been good, believe me. I don't know if you know uh, who Amy Sedaris is, but her thing is, uh, if you're trying to strain and shit and talk to somebody on the phone, just tell them you're opening a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> I don't know what this was like, and this was, this was the chunky type of Skippy. It wasn't, it was the ones with the peanut chunks in it. That's so, a good idea. Uh, that's, that's pretty much how this felt. That's why I'm a little bit. I'm a little winded. If if I if I appear a little bit out of breath and a little winded, it's not because I'm heavy petting and jerking off to the two of you on the other end of the phone. It's because I just got out of the shitter and I'm still trying to recover. It's good My to know. My cardiovascular isn't quite what it used to be. It's good to know. Well, Steele, thanks for being on the uh, Sick and Wrong Holiday Show. It's been a while. When, when we? I think we had you on. Uh, got in like September or something or August. Yeah, it was somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. A couple like a months ago, or, or something, or something like that. So, how you been, man? Are you excited about this? Uh, that uh, we all might be dead tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, I am. Actually, I'm actually starting <laughs> with the Mayans and hoping that they were dead on. Because uh, I, I, I really think it's. Of all, it's at least from my perspective. I mean, I'm a self-loathing, cynical, jaded, bitter loser. There's nothing. I've already said everything I need to say. Everything. There's nothing left for me to do or say. That I, I don't look forward to waking up every morning. So, as far as I'm concerned, if the Mayans were right, uh, I, I mean, another 30 years of me is a little bit excessive, don't you think? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I kind of feel the same way myself. Like, I wouldn't mind spending Christmas with Steel because it's a like-minded individual. But I could see I could see you surviving though and being sort of like like in a road warrior. You you kinda have the facial hair. I'm assuming you have a handgun or some type of firearms or multiple firearms. <laughs> do you have leather pants? Why would, I, why would you assume that? Do I look like I have firearms? Yes, you do. I've seen yeah, Essexville Justice. <laughs> yeah, well, can, do you have a type of car that could be modified to sort of ram through <laughs> things and drive in the dirt? I would love that. You know, uh, Road Warrior was one of my favorite movies growing up. I've watched that probably a hundred fucking times. Steel, uh, Steel, would you be yeah. upset if, uh, you know, you lived your whole life struggling to get laid and then you, you've survived the apocalypse and then you're, you know, in the post apocalyptic world and you still can't get laid? Well, well, that was, yeah, if, you were, if, you're, if you're one of these 40 year old virgins or whatever that's never fucking banged, that would really, really suck. But in my case, I did most of my banging, you know, through my 20s. The last 10 years have been miserable anyway because I fucking have, have erectile dysfunction, or as I like to call it, old school impotence. Uh, and I need my, it's well documented. See, how it's my head, all this shit. And even when I can get a hard on, I can't always maintain it. I premature ejaculate. I'm a miserable, a miserable way. One of the worst, probably, on the planet. And so for me, I think I'm, I think of all the people on earth, there's nobody better equipped to deal with having erectile dysfunction or erectile problems. And I think in a post-apocalyptic world, if I knew nobody else was around and there wasn't even a thought that, yeah, that I could even possibly get laid, I think I could deal with that more than rest of, the rest of society. Oh, so I you'd be happy. You'd be happier in a post-apocalyptic like, existence. Yes, because I, I would realize that, well, now I don't have to worry about disappointing another woman because there's none around. All, all I have to do is, you know, 
lucky I could maybe get it up once in a while to jerk off because it's it's more of a, a lifeblood thing. It's not even a sexual thing for me. It's just a, a physical need. But uh, you know, I could survive. I'm I'm very well equipped to survive in a post-apocalyptic world. So better was, than most, especially sexually. So, Steele, when you can't perform for for said woman. Uh, what, what, what do you usually say to you? Like, oh, let's try later, or let's, uh, you know, maybe drink some more or something? Or what, what's your, what do you usually say? Like, what's your response? Well, there's a good, in fact, I just, uh, we had this, I had this conversation in the bar a while back. We were, we were discussing it. With Dougie? I was actually, right, I, was, I, I actually recorded it to the, the conversation to the best of my knowledge through my memory and, and everything that was discussed. And there was, a, it used to be when I first had, uh, my pickle was starting to go soft. Like this was probably early thirties, mid thirties. I was starting to have issues with it. And when that first started happening, I didn't know how to deal with it. Then obviously I, I wasn't accustomed to it. So I would do the, the, the exact, like I would, I would do perform cunnilingus for excruciatingly long periods of time <laughs> to the point where it became, you know, there's that unwritten rule where you can't, you're not supposed to eat pussy beyond a certain time threshold. And once you go beyond that threshold, it becomes very uncomfortable and awkward for both parties involved. Well, yeah, because you I, I did that, and I used to, like, get the tap. Hey, come on, fuck me, fuck me. But I was, like, trying to delay and trying to fluff myself. I'm fucking finger-banging my asshole. Doing <laughs> just unspeakable ass to my undercarriage. <laughs> trying to get hard, but I couldn't get hard. I'm still fucking as limp as a wet noodle. So in those cases, I just, you know, basically the, the chick the first couple of times got mad and like walked out and walked, pulled her panties up and walked in the bathroom and closed the door and told me to leave. But then I, I, I after I got used to the fact that, Hey, I might, my dick's soft. I need medication for it. If I don't have any medication, I did this one time. And this, this is the best thing to do because it, it, the best thing to do is if you can't get hard, it, it don't, even though it's a physical or mental or psychological problem of your own, it, 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 that's really what causes, you know, soft dicks. But uh, the best thing to do is never admit that it's your problem. You look the broad straight in the eye and say, you know, simply, honey, I don't find you attractive. Put, <laughs> put the blame on them. Take it off of yourself and point the finger at them for not, not being able to turn you on anymore. <laughs> but do you, okay, do you say this to a girl like on a one-night stand? You'd be like, you know what, this isn't going to work because you have a disgusting-looking pussy. Like your vagina is horrific. Yeah, that would be well. That would be a little more blunt. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's. You're not that's, that detailed. I, what's that? You're not. You don't go into that much detail. You're just like I'm not attracted to you. Sorry. No, but like I said, I, when I first came down with it, I didn't really know how to react. So I was, I was like doing things that were unnatural, like for way too long. But then I got to the point, like when. When my medication, I didn't like if I didn't have my pills with me, and I wasn't getting hard, and she'd get all upset or whatever. How can I get hard? I mean, you know, because they 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 want to fucking make you feel they they want to lower your self esteem. Well, the thing is, is they don't understand my self esteem can't get any lower. <laughs> I, I have some of the lowest self esteem. I, I loathe myself on a daily basis. How can you make my self esteem? It's already low, honey. So so yeah, you look them in the eye and just basically say, you know what, hun, you're just not doing it for me. I mean, I I, I fuck chicks way hotter than you. And you're what just, do they do? You're just like what do they do when you say that? Well, they get, for some reason, they find it insulting. They think that, uh, you know, they get offended by it, and they get, it lowers, but the thing is, is to, to turn the tables around and, and lower their self-esteem. So then, even if they don't believe it right at the moment, even if they think you're lying, and that you're just a loser and can't get it hard on, 
they walk away knowing that the next time they're with a guy, well, what if he doesn't get hard? Maybe I'm not attractive. Maybe I'm not sexy. Maybe I have no sex appeal. Well, that's right, sugar. That's what I tried to tell you, you stupid cunt. I like how Steele's created a shame spiral here yeah. for, like, all you parties could, you involved. Could, you could always commiserate with her, too. You could say, you know, like, frankly, I'm surprised you're attracted to me, but you, you know, I'm not. A, right. don't, well, that's the thing. Don't, don't feel alone. Kinda, yeah, you got to roll with it. Well, and I, I learned to deal with it. And, and a lot of times medication works, but there are times even when I take medication. And I do a cocktail. I, I mix Viagra and Cialis kind of both at the same time. <laughs> I and I, Which is good for your heart, I understand. Dude, can't that make uh, your dick turn blue? Well, it makes the... It makes... It actually sometimes even helps with premature ejaculation because, yeah, it will make your head... Because what I used to... Like, when I started having this problem, sometimes I could get hard for a little while and it would go soft. But the, the worst part about it is your shaft was some semi-hard, but your your head was still soft as a as a fucking marshmallow. And it, if your head is soft, it ruins the whole it ruins the whole experience. So it was it's absolutely awful. But you know I've dealt with it, and like I said, nobody's better equipped to deal with it than me. I mean, because I I have such a low opinion of myself anyway. But yeah, this is pretty. I, I pretty this much expected standard. this probably twenty years ago that I'll have a soft dick at some point. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's. Okay. Enough about your uh, penis, there, Steele. Although that's very good to know because you know, we we've been <laughs> well, in these you. these You're situations. You, you guys can thank me later. Th- this is the holiday show. So so back to our our theme here. Do you, do you have any eggnog? Are you drinking eggnog right now? Uh, no, I, I I like my eggs in an omelet. Eggnog <laughs> makes me. It, it almost sickens me as much as it exposed man feet. <laughs> but still, you got to tell Wackerly how you described eggnog in your email to me. Oh, I don't remember. It was something like, because uh, you asked me that in an email or, or a Facebook message, like, do you drink eggnog because Wackerly makes his own or something like that. I said, no, I, I prefer my egg scrambled or an omelet because eggnog reminds me of the load I was asked to dump into a medical vial for lab purposes, like six months after my vasectomy I had three or four years ago. That's what, that's what the consistency of eggnog looks like. But was it yellowish? It's a yellowish tinge with when it's white and thick and creamy and just idiot. I'm still drinking it. You're not going to turn me off. Oh, I'm sure you will. Well, yeah, because you love man juice. <laughs> Speaking of man juice, Steele, uh, we have a little wager going on about uh, whether or not you decorated the dorm room that you live in. Do, do you have a Christmas tree in there? Uh, no, I'm an atheist, or at least agnostic, leaning atheist. I have no, I haven't, I've lived in the dorm room right now for what, maybe 10 years? I've never once, and this is, this is honest, I mean, this isn't just fodder. I, I have never once so much as even, like, like some, some douchebags, these parents, you know, they fucking breed and have these awful offspring. And they'll, like, take pictures of their kids and their family. But they'll send, like, somehow, and I don't even have my, most people don't even know my address. You know, but they get my address and they send me pictures. Of, I don't even put the pictures of their family up, like, for their Christmas pictures or whatever they send up. I don't even put those up. So I've never had an ornament in the place. I've never had a Christmas tree. Um, no wreaths really, No, and I, not at all. I've decorated the dorm room, but not, not with Christmas shit. I mean, it's all... I got pictures of Sam Kinison and Dice and, you know, uh, Richard Pryor <laughs> and, you know, that type pinned? of shit. Are they framed or just pinned to the wall? Oh, no, they're framed. I got framed photos of all my favorite comics and Oakland Raiders and shit like that. It, it looks ridiculous. It looks like, uh, like a a, dorm room. an 18-year-old's dorm room. Yeah. yeah. Well, you uh, know, wait, wait, I, wait, can we go rewind, though? Because I have an a, like a sort of Ask Steals Advice type thing on the, on the, yeah, photogra- the photographs and the Christmas cards. 
like what because i get those two and what's the etiquette for for how long you need to like look at it or keep it before you throw pictures of people's kids right in the garbage because I, sometimes wow. I think like a day Two minutes. or till the end of Christmas, or, but then I, sometimes they're just like five minutes. Or, or social rule, I, I don't know if there is. I'll tell you this. I'm sometimes like this time of year, like if I see something addressed to me from, and it's got their little return address up there, like from the Johnson that's yeah. from, you know, Los Angeles, California. I know it's, I, I know it's a Christmas, you know, it's even got the Christmas stamp, because God forbid you mail something during Christmas time without a Hanukkah stamp on it, or a <laughs> Christmas or a Kwanzaa stamp. God forbid you, you don't buy the specific stamp for the holiday. So they send me this shit, so I know. So I've, I've even gone, to, I've even circumvented it on some points, and once I see the envelope in the mail, and it sorts through my mail, I don't even open it, it goes right in the trash. Well, okay, see okay no, cash? but there's another degree to that. Do you, do you actually bring it in the house and throw it in your inside trash, or do you just take it right over to your outside garbage can from the uh, mailbox? You know, you've made a good point. I maybe need to, maybe I need, because you, you're saving me a step, because I can usually yeah. bring it in the house and sort it through the yeah. shit out to you, Even that's garbage. a little bit. But I have a dumpster on the other side of the parking lot from the dorm room. I should just, because why put it in my trash? Why have it take up space with my other trash? <laughs> my other, I mean, my, I got other trash to put in there. I, I shouldn't have this taking up space. So you just made a good point, Wackley. Next year, yeah. I'm going to just walk it right to the dumpster. But I will say this. If it's a... Uh, you know, I'm getting to an age now. I'm early 40s. So some of my friends or people that I know, associates or whatever, that send me this shit have, like, older teen daughters, like 16, 17, 18-ish. And I, I, in those cases, I sometimes open them because I, I might use it as jerk-off material if their daughters are hot. That's festive. And see that? Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, Very festive. Very festive. Well, it kind of goes, with, uh, goes along with our wager, like... Uh, Wackley was betting that you had a tree. I said you didn't have a tree. What I thought you probably had in the dorm room was um, some stock stockings stuck to the wall, but not Christmas stockings, just actual socks that you've been jerking off to, you know, inside the past, like, I don't know, six months, and they're just stuck on the wall. That's, that's a good point, because, I mean, and I used to do that, like, in my early 20s. Yeah, the, the old thing, it was, it's a great method. You, you put the stock, you know, the, the dirty tube sock around your dick, and you jerk off in the tube sock, and then you wash it once or twice every three weeks or whatever, uh, so it gets crusty, and you, you put many loads in it. I used to, I, if, if you would have talked to me maybe 15 years ago, yeah, there'd be, there'd be dirty T-shirts and tank tops and tube socks just filled with just hideous loads of mine. But I don't do, like, in the last, I don't know, five or six years, I, I don't make a mess. I mean, my futons got pecker tracks on it when I used to jerk up. But now I just stand over the, the sink. I jerk right off. I stand up jerking off, jerk off into the sink, rinse it down, and throw a little fantastic on I'm good to go. <laughs> right back to business. Yeah. I'm a classy guy. I mean, I'm, I'm class act. Well, it sounds like it. So, so Steel, uh, what, what are your plans for Christmas? What are you doing on Christmas? Going to the strip club? You know, that's another. You guys must have read my biography somewhere. I, I don't know if I'm going this year, but I don't know. You guys know Mooner. I know yes. Mooner really well. And you know yeah, Mooner, don't years, you? Actually, Mooner and I, and we like too. What weeds? Mooner weeds. Both we used to be on that from the bill once in a while. And you guys grew up or, 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 or D grew up here, so he and he grew yeah, up I went with to school with those guys. guys. The same age. So you know who they are, but for years up until, you know, Mooner's now got a, a, a girlfriend, sort of, and, and Weedite's married, but for for several years up until, I don't know, probably the last six or seven years, our our, our Christmas Eve, or Christmas evening, the night of Christmas, after all we 
all, all of us douchebags open our presents or did our family shit, we'd all congregate and then go to the nudie bar, because the nudie bar is open on Christmas Day. They open at like 4 in the afternoon, and we'd spend the Christmas night at the nudie bar. But this, I, I don't think I'll probably do it this year, although I, I, I'll never rule it out, because I, if I get bored, I, I'm five minutes away from a, the, my nearest nudie bar. So, uh, But I have no, no direct plans. But, yeah, for years that was a tradition of, of the three of us. We'd always wind up at the nudie bar. And then the the strip club's a great place to spend Christmas. It's, it's do, kind do, of do the, four, do the fourth stringer. You. Is it the second stringers or the fourth stringers? Or I mean, what, what's the caliber of stripper who has to work on Christmas? Usually four stringers. Yeah, the yeah it's, it's usually the bottom of the barrel. They're not even. I don't even think professional. They're like from the semi-pro league <laughs> of strippers. They're not even like full strip, like professional strippers. They're, they get yeah, called you, up. You, you might get one or two of the the main shifters there. But the rest of them are it's it's pure scrub it's 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 pure scab. Yeah, it's pretty it's bad. Like it's the like NFL def- on strike. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like the C list team. But I remember when uh, I used to strip club DJ, I'd always have to work Christmas Eve because it's Jewish, and I was like, you know, I'll right, do it. Right. I'd volunteer to do it, and I loved it actually because usually it was just Indians and Asians. They would be in the in the they're just they're just the customers. They just don't tell, they're not Christmas. They celebrate something else. Or... Whatever the fuck miscellaneous holiday they celebrate, but uh, it was just like I mean maybe a couple Jews in there too. But and then there, there'd be like four girls that would actually show up. And I remember one right. time I thought it was funny. I was playing a uh, I just played a Christmas song. So whatever. I think it was like an Elvis singing Silent Night or some shit. Nice. And she starts crying because I guess like the court wouldn't allow her to see her kids. <laughs> like they were taken away and like they're with the, the her her baby's you mean, daddy's family. Tell me a stripper was stripping at a, a strip club that has children. <laughs> that's, that's, that's unheard of. Well, I can tell by her five cesarean scars that <laughs> she's had many kids. Oh, um, I love a good uh, good C-section scar. For years, that was one of my that was one of my my deal. I was going to say deal breaker, but it didn't break the deal for me. It actually accentuated the deal. It's like, oh, you got a C-section? Let's see that, sweetheart. She's been it was around. Really kind of, I don't know if it was just a psychological thing that if I see a C-section, I know they fuck. Because obviously, you don't have a C-section unless they fucking yanked out a fetus at some point. So uh, I don't know what it was, but I had a real weird fetish for that. Well, I think part of the thing is you see a C-section, you're like, that girl is tight. You know, right, yeah, because they don't they don't take it out vaginally; they rip it right out of her intestines or placenta or uterus or whatever the fuck they call that shit inside them. Yeah, the strip club is definitely a a uplifting place to spend the holidays. Um, Steel. So before, when you're doing family shit, uh, yeah. do you guys have like a big dinner at the Steel household? Like, do you have to do all that? Yeah, well, I don't know what we're doing. It, it's become as I've gotten older; it's it's a lot less. It's a lot less to do about shit. It's a, like I think because my brother now has kids, so uh, like a lot of times they want their, to open all their shit, so they don't have to drag the kids away from all their toys and or whatever or fucking bullshit they get. So they a lot of times we go to their house, but it's like kind of just a minor like brunch type thing, and then we're done, you know. And we don't buy major gifts for anybody anymore. Everybody's got everything they need at this age, so it's like you're, you're basically exchanged gifts gift cards or gift certificates. It's an absolute fucking formality. It's a, it's a complete and utter joke. I don't even know why we do it, but, uh, so at, and I got a small family, so, you know. So at the dinner table, has your family stopped asking whether or not you plan to get married and have kids? Like, have they just I given up? I think they're pretty much, 
I think they pretty much think I'm a fag. I think they think I, I maybe, you know, suck a few dicks along the way. I, 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 think they, I think they realize by this point I'm pretty set in my ways. I'm not, you know, I haven't brought a girl home to meet the family in, what, fucking, probably since my late 20s. Because I was in some serious, you know, long-term, whatever you want, well, long-term for me, which is a year or two, relationships in my 20s and I, you know they met the family and we go you know hang out with my family and stuff and I hang out with her family and shit but I haven't done that in years so I think they either think that I'm fudge packing and burglarizing turds uh, <laughs> with other men or or they think I'm you know completely celibate or or just uh, uh, you know self inflicted. Uh, I, I don't know, or something. but uh, no, I think they've pretty much determined yeah. that I'm not uh, getting married at this point. You know what you should do, Steele? You should do a, like a Christmas miracle this year. Go hire a hooker or an escort or something and bring her to the dinner, one. you know, and just... Oh, like- like on Borat, where he brought that big <laughs> totally. that black hooker and, just, and be like, what? You know, this is my my love. I just haven't brought her around. I think than that is I should fucking try to find a tranny. Like some, <laughs> that would be like great. Tranny, one that can maybe with <laughs> dim lighting and and maybe if she doesn't open her mouth, like not even a good one that could maybe pass for at least a little while. As, oh, she's not a bad looking brother. I'm talking like a, just a, some dude with a beard and a wig. And, yeah, I like and it when they just keep the mustache. That's good. Yeah, that, those are my favorite trannies. The ones that don't even bother to shave the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, take, I could take like, her to the fashion lady. bug and get her some like holiday clothes because she's not wearing like the you know the skank outfit. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Get her a holiday sweater or something. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I think I, or, you know, I thought maybe another good thing would be to bring a a, a butt plug and a and a, a a flashlight or something to the and, and have them sit in their own table and tell them this is what I'm dating and, and sit a flashlight in the chair so they know that I'm dating a fake pussy. Well, put a wig uh, on it. Holiday humor. At least put a wig on it or something, like a blonde wig. Yeah, I mean, I could put a wig on it and, you know, maybe, maybe a little lipstick on it or something and, <laughs> and say, yeah, here, meet my date, the flashlight. Uh, well, Steele, God, yeah, I'd, I, I would I would what, love to, uh, to, 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 to be at the Steele family Christmas if you're going to bring a tranny. That'd be great. Oh, hey, believe me, if I ever did something like that, it would. I'd be. I'd have the camera phone, and we'd go over the video. It'd be on YouTube the next day, believe me. Dude, you should just put, you should just put a wig on Dougie. And bring him in. <laughs> How great would that be? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Just some, would, and, some and purple maybe I sweatpants. Bring him and the tranny that danced for him at the bachelor party. If we did. Well, he's got he's got dueling genitalia. What do you call it? Uh, dueling Jennies. Yeah, dueling Jennies. I think he's got a pussy that's just. Uh, we think the pussy lips are the uh, labia, if you will, the, the the lips of the puss. Uh, we think that that is. Uh, Sets right below his ball sack, like but right below, but kind of over to the left, and then he's got his penis, which was on our website for many. I don't think it's up anymore, but it was something to behold. Uh, his penis and his ball sack, and they're right to the left on the bottom of the scrotum, was the labia. We think we've seen it. We had video evidence at one point, uh, and in fact, in the video, there's a great shot of another buddy of mine. All you see is like there's a close-up of Dougie's private parts of all the, I mean, these battling genitalia. I mean, they're just uh, battling for supremacy. The pussy gets the dick in the ball. And and you see the up-close video, and all you can see is my buddy's hand with his index finger out, like, pointing and jabbing, not touching the, the penis, but, like, getting as close to it and pointing at it, and all you can hear him say 
you can hear the guy pointing that, that's got the, the index finger on. All you hear him say is, he's got cutlets. He's got cutlets. He's got cutlets. <laughs> and it's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen, but I haven't seen it in years. Well, I thought it was posted on your From the Ville page. I think we did, but you know, when we stopped doing the show, uh, we ripped our, we had a whole website. We had photo yeah, gallery, yeah, yeah. video, extras, bonuses, all that shit. But when we, when we stopped doing the show, because it cost us more money to, to, to maintain it. So we stopped doing the show. We we reduced it down to just a web page where now you can link the you know you click on a link to get the the shows that we have up but all that photo shit and video shit that we had up is no longer up or you know online but I'm sure we probably have it somewhere in our our yeah, archives or something our archives. computer but we'll have to find you know Steel actually what I asked him to because I, I came up with this bit where we we're gonna see if Dougie could actually sing Christmas carols. And uh, so Steele was trying to track Dougie down. I don't know why I figured that you just had a cell phone, like on speed, like a se- on speed dial or something. Like you talked to him like every weekend. I see that. You, you said in your promo for this thing, oh, Steele puts the special in special holidays. So, yeah, like, so you think everybody like me who's a slightly special and Dougie who is, well, special, well, you think that all the specials and the feds all like, communicate with each other on a daily basis? <laughs> Like you yeah, guys like got, like, you guys got like little walkie talkies that you can just kind of get <laughs> get a hold of each other. And you don't even speak right. in English; it's like Carney. It's like baby the bear, and you know. Yeah, and it's Dougie, gibberish that yeah. only the feds understand. But yeah, no, I haven't. I've never had Dougie's number. And like when I talked to Martin about it, because yeah, you want to get Dougie on, which would have been fantastic. It would have been great. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen Dougie sing? I haven't. Oh my god! He, you know, because he, he, he's a big karaoke guy, and, and he'll sing. He has a whole selection of karaoke that he does. What songs? Like years ago, like he and another retard uh, back in the early '90s went up and sang uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton's duet uh, hit called "Islands in the Stream." <laughs> oh my god! And Dougie did the uh, Dolly's part, and it was. If, but this was before cell phones and cell phone cameras and shit, because. It would have been if if it would have been today that he did it. It would be it would be comedy gold. Yeah, viral video on YouTube for sure. Oh yeah, it would, it would surpass Gangnam Style or whatever <laughs> the fuck this little chink is that's running around dancing nowadays. But yeah, it'd be bigger than that. It, it was that it was that jaw dropping. Down syndrome style. That's interesting, yeah. though, because I was going to take the side of the bet that Dougie would know a lot of Christmas carols just because it's something that a retarded person maybe would be big into. And I think D right. was doubtful. I was doubt. Yeah, I was doubtful. So I probably would have won. I can see both sides. You know, like like I think when D first brought it up, I was thinking the same because you guys told you told me that there was a little wager going, and I don't know personally what he how how many Christmas or, or you know how well he do at the Christmas Carol guest. Yeah, then but, there's uh, a question of accuracy and how how accurate he would actually have to be to for me to win the bet, <laughs> which I, right. I would argue for leniency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. We didn't actually even have. Did we even come up with the 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 uh, what, what you would even win? Like the the circumstances surrounding the wager. No, it probably would have just been a lot more nog. Yeah, more nog probably. And this concludes part one of the Sick and Wrong Annual Holiday Show Spectacular. Stay tuned next week for part two, where you'll get to hear Is That Gay? Thought Experiments, and much, much more with D. Lance and John Steele. Until then, take it sleazy. 
All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. When the others clearly wrote them to be metaphoric But people will believe anything if it's written Especially in stone or ancient scroll December 25th has been blacklisted Since Duckett found the proof Jesus never existed It was the last thing anyone ever expected have been no colored lights No shopping sprees No more presents Under dead trees Saint Nick is dead But we don't grieve We celebrate The last Christmas Eve Jesuits are slowly turning Dianetic Protestants increasingly Become agnostic Pentecostal churches are hanging pentagrams Priests and nuns are molesting each other Methodists and Baptists are claiming Buddhists Evangelicals surprisingly are nudists But mostly everyone is trying to become Jew Cause these things can't talk to No more egg hunts No Sunday mass Fridays are fair, Wednesdays don't ash, they cancel lunch, and slow down fast, enjoy Christmas, cause it's your last, no shopping sprees, no, worries, no more presents, we don't need bribes, under dead trees, we got eight nights, Saint Nick is dead, we got but we don't Lance Wackerly, D. Simon, it's Toothless Toby. Um, I'm calling to say a fucking happy Christmas. And uh, I don't know why I like listening to you guys so much, but I do. Merry fucking Christmas. Um, or Hanukkah, even though Hanukkah's over. I totally spaced it out. Didn't even, didn't even know it was Hanukkah. Sorry, D. But your new book... Play something dancey. It's just fantastic. Uh, and yeah, fuck you guys. I hope you guys have a good time during the holidays and New Year's. Later.